fellas, don't drink that coffee. like I guess going into this it's like for me this is what Twin Peaks is and I have the benefit of like saying that with the hindsight of like seeing the movie and also just like sitting with these episodes for a long time but like this is the stuff I like I do I like the mythology I like the weird stuff that's what to me what makes this not just another like like you said, like the last episode felt like what was the show you said it felt like? Northern Exposure. No, 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 no. You said it oh. felt like um not like a CSI, but like one of those shows where you're like, I know Yeah, procedural. You, yeah, like I don't like that stuff. I like sure. this where it's like this just sets it apart from everything and still watching this episode today, I'm like we talked about this in the last episode. There's like nothing like this, and there's never been anything like this since. It's just so, so different. Are you whether like one you, of those guys who watches Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones for the White Walkers? No, no, oh. because I think the White Walkers are like that's like not the weirdest thing in that show, right? What the boobs? I think the boobs are. <laughs> I think the boobs um, are the weirdest. No, no. Well, right. when, the, when the kid is breastfeeding and he's like seven, it's a little weird. What's weird about that? Um, what? What? Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I, well, no, I yeah. know. Sorry, you had more to say about this segment. No, 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 I, I don't. I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm getting out of myself because we should start talking about all these things. But Okay, uh, go ahead. Okay, well, let's do that. So again, there's not another commercial break for the rest of the show. So let's do this. So Cooper is in <clears throat> the room where uh, he had seen the singer i think maybe that's just what they call him the singer and he disappeared and cooper's now sitting down and the little man is standing at him very kind of unsettling unsettlingly staring at him he says the first thing he says when you see me again it won't be me he gets up and he stomps his foot he says this is the waiting room and he offers him some coffee um he tells him some of his friends are there and then we see laura who says, uh, I will see you again in 25 years. This this is worth noting. That this is like the thing they used. Yeah. So this is the thing they used to... This was like the first promo for the new season, was just that well, part. So you being a Twin Peaks nerd, yes. were Twin Peaks people like, okay, 25 years? Was that like a thing for a long time? Not at all. No, because... Really? It, yeah, because... That's the first thing I thought about. Of course you did now because you saw this episode today when you knew it was coming back. But like, how do you plan, how do you plan something for a quarter of a century later? Like, like, do you think that that David Lynch was like, yeah, sure. Let's, we'll just do this again in 25 years. Like, yes, I honestly think it's a line that has something to do with where, they thought the story was going to go, but how could you? How could you think that the stars here's, were going to align? That like, even honestly, that like, what? Here's what I think about when I think about that: is that like they were like, well, we're not sure, you know, what's going to happen with this show, or blah 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 blah. And David Lynch was probably pretty pissed off at like the networks and stuff, and he was like, I'll do a season three, sure, in 25 years, like as a joke. Yeah. And then they probably just put it in the script as a little inside wink, wink. And then I guarantee you, like, the last few years, Mark Frost and him were like, well, you said 25 years. It's kind of like, hey, if you're not married by then and I'm not married by then, let's just get married to each other. I feel like it was one of those things. Well, they did did cite that when they went back to watch that episode, they were like, oh, yeah, this is our in 
Like they said it more like, oh yeah, we did that as more and more than, and like they can say whatever they want. Maybe they're lying, but it wasn't like, well, we had planned on doing this the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. Like if, what we do know that Mark Frost had sketched out a third season back in 91. So this may have had something to do with where he thought the show was going to go. It, anyway, <clears throat> it it's something now in hindsight, you're like, yeah, of course this makes sense. But I think it's ridiculous to think that they're like, well, we'll just take 25 years off because at the time they still wanted to make more Twin Peaks. David Lynch made more Twin Peaks. Like he made another, he continued the story by <clears throat> making Fire Walk With Me. So... And I think they they want they would have kept go, had had Fire Walk with Me been a hit they would have kept going they would have made another movie, um, but people hated it and we'll get into that later. So um, all right, all right. But yes, this is a very very crucial point of this episode. That's and, why people love the movie. Oh, I can't wait to see what you think of the movie. All right. So. Um, so yes, but she says this line, it's now very iconic considering what we're about to have coming our way in a couple of weeks. And what does that mean anyway, by the way? I'll see you again in 25 years. Um, He's going to die. I don't know. I don't know what it means. I still, I literally still don't know what it means. So mean, she says, meanwhile, and she makes this really weird pose with her hands and then she's gone. So... 25 years later, we saw that young lady. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so then we we get the... Um, so he said some of your friends here. So then we see the old man. So these are people who have kind of helped Cooper <clears throat> along the way. So I don't know if this is the White Lodge or the... what or Like he calls it the waiting room. Like again, it, they don't really get into this is the White Lodge, this is the Black Lodge. Like it's all just kind of this place... Um, if this is the White Lodge, it's still kind of a little too creepy for my liking for how the White Lodge was described. So the old man is there, um, who we don't know if like he's dead now. Like some people have said, like he's dead. That's why he's there because everyone else who's there is either dead or was brought in there by Wyndham Earl. So he says Hallelujah. The little man says Hallelujah. He brings him that coffee that was offered to him earlier. And then the giant is just like he's replaced by the giant. The giant sits down next to the little man, and he says the the line one and the same, which people are still not sure if he's talking about him and the old man, or if he's talking about him and the little man, or neither. Um, it's it's worth uh. noting that on the map that shows the two of them like standing next to each other. So, oh, I see. I took it as he was the old man. And I and I get that too. Like you kind of have s- some of these, like spirits are like um, have humans who kind of like represent them in a way. Like you know, um, we've seen that with Bob. And so yeah, that's that's what some people think. It's not really totally explained. Um, but anyway, yeah. Well, so I just explained it. Okay, there you go. Um, He's the old man. You're welcome, all of you Twin Peaks fans. So the little man starts rubbing his hands. When Cooper goes to drink his coffee, uh, it's like rock hard. Um, And then it turns into regular coffee. And then it turns into like sludge. And there's a very classic Twin Peaks line where the little man says, Wow, Bob, wow. And then he says, fire, walk with me. And there's this huge explosion of fire, and we hear a woman screaming. And then there's these strobe lights. And then Cooper walks out of the room. Um, and when he does, we notice the little man has also just disappeared. So, yeah. There's a lot going on in this one, man. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Um, so he goes into that hallway, and he walks to the other end, and he sees what appears to be the same room, so he goes backwards. When he goes back into the room he was just in, the little man is is appeared again, and he tells him he's going the wrong way. 
So then he goes back into the room he was just in. This time when he enters, <clears throat> the little man walks in. He's laughing hysterically, and he says, another friend. Um, earlier he had said, when you see me again, it won't be me. And so I'm assuming at this point this is what he's talking about. We'll see in this where we are. <clears throat> there are these kind of like two versions of everyone. Yeah. Seemingly like kind of a friendly version and then a very not friendly, really weird, creepy, clear eye. Like they're wearing these like contacts, makes their eyes look like, you know, clear. Um, White walkers. It's terrifying. Yeah. So the little man is laughing hysterically when he says another friend. And it's it's really cool because he ducks down. We've talked about the way they shot these scenes kind of in reverse. But it's really well timed. Like he ducks down behind the chair right as Maddie walks in. Mm -hmm. And she says, I'm Maddie. Watch out for my cousin. We don't see her close enough to know if that's her or her, I guess, her doppelganger. Like we can't see her eyes. Um, But I'm guessing it's her because she's helping Cooper. Like she's warning him, you know. Mm -hmm. So then she disappears. Um, When Coop goes back down the hallway, it's the other way. This time... The room is empty. He walks in, but then the little man appears to him. Um, but it's not because we can tell it's got the clear eyes. It's he says doppelganger, <clears throat> which is if you didn't know, it's German for double walker. Mm. It's strange that the Germans did not use the one kind of famous German like title from this episode in the title. Well, it's weird also because the Germans have 43 words for snow, but only one word for double walker. <laughs> um, so this one is, um, this is where it starts to invade my nightmares. Um, <laughs> Laura's the one that Maddie was just warning about uh, shows up. And she says, she kind of mimics the good Laura that we saw earlier. She says, meanwhile, with the hands. And then she starts screaming bloody murder and the strobe lights. And I really hope your daughter wasn't watching. No, no, she was asleep. But was this the one where she was also like, oh, golly, climbing over the the chairs and stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah. This was like, for me, this thing with her was way creepier than like the Leland Bob thing. <clears throat> it's pretty, this one's pretty rough. Like that was like, yeah, I was sitting there in the chair going just like, uh, <laughs> like what is yeah. going on? I think that's right. When I texted you, what? The fuck? Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. What is going on? Yeah. Like, so, it was super creepy. If you missed it, there's actually a shot when she's getting closer to the camera where we actually see Winnemerl's face. You have to kind of really be paying attention to see it. Um, I didn't see it the first time. So, um, which is maybe like a sign that Wyndham is influencing some of the aspects of this place we are. Um, which we knew that was his plan. He wanted to get get in there and use, you know, use the spirits for his own purposes. Um, <clears throat> Cooper is afraid, which I don't blame him at all. But from what we've been told, when you're afraid in this place, it's bad. So um, Coop runs out of that room, which like, yeah, I get it. You don't want to stay. Laura is like still going with the whole screaming thing after he leaves, by the way. She didn't just disappear like all the other spirits. Mm -hmm. She's really selling this. Um, When he enters the next room, he's bleeding. So... It's no coincidence to me that the moment he experienced and kind of gives into his fear, he physically manifests it and he's like, he's been wounded, right? So this is like what he was warned about a long time ago from Hawk. Like if you enter this place with imperfect courage, he says it'll literally annihilate your soul. So he notices he's trailing blood. Um, He goes back down the hallway and follows it. He literally goes right back into the room where Laura was. It's like, why? Why would you go back? Why would you go back there? I would I would not go back to where that just happened. Um, 
you know? Like, I'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm just going to die. I'm going to bleed out right here. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, see, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with that. What, that he, that he should have just, that he should not have gone back in the room? Well, because if you're bleeding all of a sudden, you'd want to figure out why, right? Sure. So when he goes back to... You don't discount it like that. That's not fair. <laughs> so, okay, you walk in a room where that is happening, the thing where you were in your chair going, uh, and like you're bleeding, and you're going to yeah. go back there? See, How like, am I bleeding? See, I know you well enough to know that, like, that's BS, dude. You, you're not going back there. You'd be like, I'm oh, good. Yes. I'm fine. Oh, Sean... You don't know me, man. Have you, you got? Have you gotten really me. tough in the last like ten minutes? No, no, no. Because the chances are, I'm not bleeding from something bad. The chances are, like, hey, maybe like I dropped a bottle opener, and then I slipped and fell on the bottle opener. <laughs> what? I want to make sure the bottle opener wasn't rusty. You know, no, stuff like that. No one has ever done that, and like, it's it looks like he was stabbed. With the bottle opener? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, the bottle opener. <laughs> Stop. So when he walks back to that room that Laura was just in there, like, giving all of us nightmares for 25 years, um, he sees himself and Caroline lying on the ground. It's just like a little reenactment of what happened, what's been talked about a ton in Pittsburgh, right? This is where <clears throat> he and Wyndham were on a stakeout, kind of protecting Caroline, and she was killed. And so we see, yeah, we see this kind of like reenactment. So the wound is related to that stabbing, right? That's what we're seeing. But again, I think it's that was creepy. It's super significant that it appears right at the moment he is, you know, he he experiences fear. Um, I would have been afraid the moment Jimmy Scott started singing. But anyway, good for Cooper. He (laughs) he made it pretty far. Like my question question for you, because maybe I missed this watching the show. Was Cooper um, and her both hurt like that at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they were both hurt like that at the same time. So I think like, so we know that it was Wyndham. So Wyndham killed her and tried to kill him, I think. And he didn't die. Um, Because what we know is that Cooper was having an affair with her. It's all really like a weird plot. Like there was no reason that Wyndham Earl should have been protecting his wife. Um like, that seems like they would have found someone else for that. Anyway, so, um, but here we're seeing kind of a reenactment of what that was. But then, <clears throat> Carolyn becomes Annie. Uh, and it's really weird, and Annie's, like, kind of, like, dazed and confused and looking up. Mm-hmm. And then people have said that this is the point where Cooper kind of, there's a thing where, like, the strobe lights hit. Um, and so... Like I was talking about how Cooper was wounded. There's a really great there's an ep, there was a magazine I've talked about this called Wrapped in Plastic that that ran for like seventy five issues. I and I, I am so proud as a Twin Peaks nerd to say I have every single one. Uh, it was like literally twenty years. I it took me to like collect all of them and I have all of them. But Sean it's don't I don't I don't want to hear from your from your voice right now. So the okay. editor the editor of that magazine, John Thorne, wrote this awesome kind of article on this last scene about kind of what he thinks is happening. And one of the things he mentions is he thinks this is the point where Cooper splits into two different personalities, like the good Cooper and the bad Cooper. Um, it's just worth noting that at this moment, after he sees Annie, he becomes kind of these two different Coopers. So this magic moment. Um, at this point, he <clears throat> it, is it going to upset you that John Thorne later uh, redacted that statement? <laughs> I just googled it, and Tw- uh, <clears throat> twenty-five years later, John Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> he started a different zine. Um, um, it was called it was it was called uh, the Log Lady Gazette, and uh, and he was like, "Hey, everything I said in wrapped in plastic is bullshit." John Thorne did start actually a new. He's got a new magazine out. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Cigar aficionado. <clears throat> it's cigar aficionado. Yeah. 
perfect. I knew yeah. it. How did you know that? Um, I don't know. Okay, so... so Mini truck and magazine? <laughs> then the, stro- the strobe lights hit again. Uh, th- by the way, they're really into strobe lights in the red room. Um, and then Annie and Cooper <clears throat> are have disappeared. So then it's a fade, kind of a weird fade into him walking down the hallway trying to find Annie. Um, and when he walks into the next room, he's not bleeding anymore, and he sees Annie. And so she says then, Dale, she says, I saw the face of the man who killed me. It was my husband. And, and then he, he hears, he says, or she says, who's, who's Annie? Because he's saying Annie. And it changes into Caroline. But it's Caroline's doppelganger. She has the clear eyes. And then it's Annie again in Caroline's dress. And she says, you must be mistaken. I'm alive. And then it's like Nightmare Girl back. Laura Palmer with the weird eyes and the like scream. Dude, no good. Just no, no good. Nightmare Girl is back. And then, so creepy. And then it's Wyndham. Um, I wrote like his disguises have gotten way better. <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. This was the one for me. If you need to talk tonight. Like if you need it, <laughs> like I'm gonna go when I go upstairs to bed because uh, we have we have two TVs. We're doing pretty well. Um, I'm gonna uh, probably like have to turn on like some stand up or something like Tommy Boy. Oh, well, that's not a good bad idea. You know what I was thinking? It was The Godfather. Um, just something to like kind of escape into. That's pretty heavy to go right into, though, man. I don't know. No, no, I can. It's Godfather's fine. Me. You need to watch. You know what you need to watch is the new Louis C.K. I watched it. What'd you think? Eh, I the 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 Magic Mike stuff destroyed me. You know, when it comes to stand up, I'm probably better than he is right now. <sighs> God, shut up. And, we, uh, no. we need we need, we need to get through this. Um, no, no, I, I take that back. I don't want anybody to take that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's where I'm we're gonna we're gonna. End. Thank you guys for listening. That was. Um, <laughs> That was our podcast. Nothing else. Talk about, nothing talk else about happens. Nothing else happens in this episode. I'm more than happy to talk about Louis C.K.'s stand-up special at the end of the episode. We've already gotten the most disturbing thing out of the way, obviously. So, um, okay. So, again, Wyndham, Wyndham Rolls' disguises have gotten so much better. Um, <laughs> we know. We obviously know that Wyndham does have some sort of power here because he's able to kind of manipulate these different people, whether or not. He's actually manifesting Laura Palmer, or he's just making Cooper see that. We don't know. Um, but he's able to mess with Coop. We know that. So then we kind of see the real Annie materialize next to them. And then she also then disappears. So it's worth noting that, like, when Annie enters the this place, she seems kind of like she just kind of turns off her mind, right? She kind of goes in in a trance so that I feel like she doesn't have to, like, experience it the way the coopers experience it you know experiencing it so um we see her only for like a split second and then she's gone um wyndham tells cooper that if he gives him his soul he will let annie live um coop agrees because he's like you know our hero and this is when wyndham earl stabs him um again by the way for the second time uh, fooled me once. So um, when he does stab him, we get that same flash of fire from earlier in the episode. This like huge, just like whole screen shot of a raging inferno. <clears throat> and then the first thing we hear is someone yelling help. And we see that it's Windermerle. And Bob has shown up. As uh, es- Eskimo Joe has shown up and he <laughs> has, he has Windham and he's, Wyndham is obviously in great pain, uh, and he's telling him to be quiet. He tells Cooper to go. He says, you go. Uh, but before Cooper goes, he says, he's wrong. He can't ask for your soul. I will take his. Um, it's worth noting that, like, one thing I noticed this time that I don't think I noticed before, it, it doesn't sound like Bob or Frank Silva, the actor, is talking backwards at all, which is kind of like... It's kind of strange because everyone else is. Um, Mm -hmm. But like that is so apparent. You know, you can hear that and it doesn't sound like he's talking backwards. I don't think I've noticed that or I don't think I've read anyone talking about that. So maybe I'm wrong. And Frank Silva is really good at doing that, you know. So original fan theory, Sean O'Donnell. I'm just saying, dude. 
we've had our contributions to the show, you know? Um, anyway, um, not really, but, um, (laughs) we, uh, so then there's this cool, really cool shot of Bob, like when he takes his soul, this like flame pillar of flame goes up behind. It's a really cool effect. And then Bob does this thing where he like sends it out backwards towards the back of the room and, you know, and, and Wyndham's done. Um, but it it's one of the cooler like looking things that happens in this episode. It's one of the cooler things looking things that happens in the show. Yeah. So like yeah, I liked it. It's really rad. Um <clears throat> Bob is laughing. Uh Cooper at this point is like, I'm out of here. When you hey Bob, when you told me to leave, I'm gonna take you up on that. So he starts trying yeah. to bail. Um and then we see this kind of shadow walking across the room. Bob is just like sitting there like laughing maniacally because that's like apparently what he does with his spare time. Um, we see a shadow and it's, this is the bad, bad Cooper. Um, what's that? You can get water. Sorry, my daughter woke up. Um, so the, the good Coop is uh, <clears throat> heading down the hallway to try to make his exit. And then we see Leland. Um, and this is a kind of like interesting little moment with Leland where Leland says, says to Coop, I did not kill anybody. So it's Leland's doppelganger though. So it's like, what is, what is he saying? Are we, are we saying that, you know, Leland, Leland was more responsible than we've kind of like come to believe because in, in the end of that episode where Leland died, Leland kind of acts as if like, I didn't, I had nothing to do with this, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you have like the bad Leland saying, I didn't kill anyone, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, what is he, what are we, but which should we be led to believe, you know? So no, I, hear you. I don't know if you thought about that at all when you saw that. Um, I didn't really think about it, but now that you're talking about it, I'm, I thought about it, but I kind of just equated it to the other thing that like, I don't know. I, I, I kind of picture the red room as more of like a hell. Sure. And so like, Leland would be going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And he can still be like, I didn't do anything, but I'm still in hell. Sure. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, some like with this stuff, like I, I'm kind of of the, like, whatever your theory is, man, like, yes, because that's the beauty. I mean, that's the thing is if you aren't into like kind of having your own take on things, you're probably not going to be a David Lynch person. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't like giving you the answer. He likes letting you kind of explore it on your own. Um, and yeah, so well, there's, uh, there's, well, Sean, I already got one wife. There's, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honey. If you don't know, then you, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Dallas McLaughlin went on to do stand up every night for 25 years. Um, so, okay, so. Coop then sees good Coop sees bad Coop kind of coming down the hallway. Um, and there's this moment when, so good, good Coop takes off. We see bad Coop and Leland have this little moment where they're laughing. Um, <clears throat> Coop is running to leave and the bad Coop is chasing after him. And it's this kind of scene that, that transpires through a couple rooms. Um, Sean, is everything okay? I know. Let me, I'm going to close the door real quick. My wife, my life, uh, I don't think things are handled right now. This is, <laughs> this is good for the podcast, right? Okay. Yeah, well, it's all right. Usually it's my wife causing the problems. So. I know. Of course, by the way, of course, it's this last scene. Um, hold on. Let me, t- let me close the door. Okay. Hey, you lock it, too. <laughs> That'll go over. <laughs> All right, it's got to be, it's dishing the percolator to the last, right? You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So, the coops are chasing each other, 
and um, we finally see bad Coop overtake good Coop. Um, and then in that moment, we see Bob like kind of really kind of closely. It looks almost like a fisheye where he's like in the lens. Yeah. It's really creepy. Um, and that's kind of the end of that whole scene. And then we see we're back outside where we see Truman. Um, Truman sees it's not like Cooper like leaves. <clears throat> okay. I got but Das. I got to like, I got to stop and I have to, I'm going to have to call you back. You call me back on it? Yeah, I'll call you back. <sighs> All right. I'm going to go back to the end of the Red Room scene because there's just no way to cleanly edit all that. Okay. So, um, okay, so we're back. And it's just worth noting that there's no way <clears throat> we were going to get through this season without both of our kids trying to stop us. Um, yeah. It's like a Final Destination. Um, <laughs> it's exactly Final Destination for this podcast. So, um, Coop is... Good Coop and Bad Coop are in a race, right? And so at the end of this scene, we see Bad Coop finally catch up to Good Coop, um, who they're kind of just racing through. The what, The only th- places that exist are like a hallway and two rooms, and you just like keep going. Um, and then at the end of that, when the Bad Coop finally catches up to the Good Coop, and we see him kind of like, you know, tackle him or whatever, we see Bob's face really close and it's like a fisheye lens and it's really creepy. And that's all we see. Um, cause the next thing we see is we're outside of the, the red room back in the woods at Glastonbury Grove. We see, um, the reflection of the curtains through the little pond. And then we see Truman. He sees, finally sees Coop and he sees Annie. He doesn't see them like come through the curtain. It's just, they're just on the ground. Um, and Cooper's, you know, unresponsive and Annie's unresponsive and her face is all bloodied. So then we cut to the great Northern. Um, Coop is in bed. Doc Hayward's there. The sheriff or the, they're both there. Doc and the sheriff. And Coop finally wakes up. He says, he says, I wasn't sleeping. And then he asks about Annie. Um, And after he does that, he says, I need to brush my teeth, which he says twice. Um, which is really creepy. Um, he, when he goes into the bathroom, he, instead of brushing his teeth, squeezes out the entire thing of toothpaste into the sink. Uh, and he then rams his head into the mirror. Um, there's this like really high pitched squeal when he does that. And we see Bob's reflection in the mirror. And, and then he realized that Laura Palmer was Agent Cooper all along. <laughs> so then he's he then the last thing we see is Agent Cooper uh, laughing, you know, face bloodied from you know pounding it into the mirror, saying "How's Annie? How's Annie? How's Annie?" Um, and that's Twin Peaks, Dallas. Um, <clears throat> ah, you can keep it. <laughs> so um i, I have yeah. a few i have a couple questions um okay. one uh do you want to have a skype sleepover at this point we're headed there so the other question is did you did you know this was not did you guess this was happening but this is one of those ones where i was like kind of like with leland i'm like did you already know going into this that this is this this happened did you know that this is how the show ended oh no not not at all okay not so even were, a little you were, bit. You were surprised. Um, yeah, I imagine that the little guy, the little man, and the giant, you know, would play some part in it. Obviously, Bob. But uh, you know, I had yeah, I didn't know. Oh, oh, so I guess I, I guess my actual question was: Did you know that that it ended with this? How, how with Cooper being like kind of turning bad? Oh no. Okay. All right. No, not at all. Yeah, actually that's a crazier question to think like did you expect everything you saw in the end of this episode? <laughs> no. That's, I, yeah, that I would didn't, be that I, would be like pure insanity. I just didn't know if you had seen cuz there's like there's a lot of like Twin Peaks stuff going on around the internet right now and like that's one of the images that you see a lot is the one where he's looking out with his face all bloody and you see Bob in the reflection. So I just didn't know if you had seen that yet or not. 
No, I haven't seen. You know, most of my like good friends aren't fans of this show. Yeah. So, um, you know, my, like are really good friends. Um, I think they don't all, like this show. I think aren't all of your good friends really into this show? No, that's the funny thing is none of my good friends. Like, I think maybe you and I have a different definition, but like my, you know, my best friends, like they don't, they're not into the show. All of your best friends like the show, you know, like my wife, <laughs> she's my best friend. <laughs> she's going to get into it. I think I can't even say it without laughing. She's, uh, no, she's not. There's she's got no time. She's got way. time to catch up. Like I, that's funny. Watching this, I know there is absolutely zero chance she would be into this show. Uh, and not, it's not because she doesn't not like. Fair. It's not, <clears throat> no, it's fair. And it's not because she doesn't like good stuff. It's just that I know that there's like she wouldn't have the patience. Yeah. For it, you know, she comes from a different time, Sean. Well, I didn't think my wife was going to like the show, and she liked the show. So. But my wife was born. When the show premiered, so yeah, I think it's that, just a different time. That doesn't disqualify you from liking Twin Peaks, though. No, but it's the best reason I can give as to why I won't watch this again sure. with her. All right, understood. Um, <laughs> say no more. Um, okay, so so what are your kind of wh- where are we at? How are you doing? Well, I mean, obviously, I feel like we still have one more thing to watch before we can like talk freely, um, which but is I, a little frustrating. But but, but but it's it's worth noting that like <clears throat> some people who liked this show hated the movie. So like there are the firewalk with me deniers out there. So we can talk. You can talk freely about the show because again, like firewalk with me is technically a prequel. So what you get in that, and it's advertised as such, is the last seven days of Laura Palmer's life. So oh, oh I didn't know that at all. So yeah, and, and like that's not a secret. It literally like that was the tagline, I think. So mm. um, so no, like please tell me tell me your thoughts. You know, were you disappointed in how this ended? Mm. Um, did you like it? Was it you know kind of what you were thinking or? What were you expecting going into this episode? Wait, 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 wait. So is Josie in the movie? I don't answer questions about the movie. <sighs> Sean, I have to watch the movie. Is Josie in the movie? <laughs> Just prepare me. Just mentally. If it's a prequel, she should be. Um, There are a lot of people who are not in the movie who... I will just I'll just say that when they wrote the script it was like a 4 or 5 hour movie because they were trying to like cater to all the characters everyone loved and in the end they had to cut like more than half of what they wrote. Well, like so, Squiggy, they're trying to get Squiggy. There's no pinkle in Firewalk with me. Um here's where I'm at with the show. Um if if there was no season three coming, yeah, I probably would have hated it. Okay. Um, but the fact that I know there's a season three coming, where obviously I don't know what happens, like you know, we have no idea. Yeah. Um, then, but but I, obviously they're going to be touching on some subjects. So I, I you know I just I don't know. Like Cooper turning bad, and especially if Firewalk with Me is a prequel, then it's like what we have to go on from here on out is that Cooper is bad. Yeah. Yeah. So now 26 years later, Cooper's still bad. Yeah. Or is he? We don't know. Right? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And I I do want to have you watch the movie before we get before we get too far into kind of like what we're expecting from season three. This is more about like this this episode, you know, kind of what you were expecting, what you how you thought it was going to end. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I know we talked earlier about how like it's you were kind of like I'm glad we're podcasting right afterwards, but it's also not com- entirely fair for you to have to like talk about it right away because it's this is one of those episodes that like people have been thinking about and talking about writing you know essays about 
for 25 years. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe today you would have hated it, but maybe in five years, because I'm like that with some, some things where I'm like, I didn't like that. And then it's one of those things that like, I think about it a lot. And then I think about it more and I'm like, you know what, maybe I just kind of didn't have the perspective on it. And I kind of grow to, maybe I didn't, maybe it's not what I would have chosen, but it makes me think, you know, it's one of those things. So it's, it's a little unfair to like get your take on this, like, you know, at ground zero, but. Yeah. I'll never forget. Um, I think the problem I have, um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't have a, like, I actually probably prefer talking about it right afterwards. Yeah. Cause it's just so fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, than like sitting on it for a while. Um, my, I guess my biggest issue with the whole thing is that I don't find it believable. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and then like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, if if I didn't know there was a season three coming, I would still be upset because obviously there's no promises when you're watching a TV show. But like you kind, the one thing that you kind of were promised was that Coop was your guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so like to lose Coop is the very last thing. Almost was like, well, you know, yeah, f all of you. Like this is how the show's going to end. Yeah. Um, which I get, but I probably would have been pissed off as a fan. Sure. Back in the nineties, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but now that I know that, but now that, I'm, you know, the next thing for me will be the movie and then the season three, I guess I'm a little less, uh, upset and more like, um, uh, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. Um, I, I'm anticipating it, I guess. Well, like, I, I think about it in terms of, like, okay, well, let's think about the other ways that they could have ended it. Like, the good Coop comes out, and, like, him and Annie get married, and, like, that's how it ends. Like, the, like I get what you're saying, but I feel like as heartbreaking as it was to see that happen to Coop, it really does set them up for, like, the most awesome kind of place to go next. And I but think see, they, you're a David Lynch fan, and you know that's not going to happen. What do you mean? Like, I, I like David Lynch. Don't get me wrong. But do you really think he's going to give you anything that you want in season three? I, you know what? Honestly, no. No. And, and, I, and, I'm, and, and I think that's worth talking about because you'll see with Fire Walk with me, I think people thought they were going to get answers to certain things. And, and we, you don't need to see Fire Walk with me to know that David Lynch is not interested in giving you answers. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't want to spell everything out for you because he thinks that's like, what's the point? Like, that's what art is. It's a, you know, it's a thing and you have to kind of bring something to it. You're participating. So I'm going into season three, not thinking like I'm going to have all of my questions explained. I'm, I'm guessing I'm going to have more questions, you know, like I really think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like some stuff's going to get answered. But they're going to create this new world and these new mysteries that we're going to... Because I think if those didn't exist, no one would care about the show. If they wrapped everything up, well, when people wouldn't be talking about it. They wouldn't have made a fanzine that lasted 75 issues. you know. So the things that are frustrating are also the reason why I think the show has continued to be something that was talked about. And well, then, you know, without that, people wouldn't have kind of, you know the reason that season three is even happening is people kept buying the show when they put it out on DVD, when they put it out on Blu-ray, when they put it out on the special edition, like the fans have, have kept this thing going. And if there wasn't so much, you know, love and people kind of showing the support, there wouldn't be a season three. So, well, but again, if, if it ended with Cooper, like in Annie, like in a wedding chapel, I don't think it would, we wouldn't be where we are, you know? Oh, no, 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 no. And I, and I, I didn't want that ending. Yeah. Um, but I think like, like there's part of me that feels like here's how season three is going to start. It's going to start with the, in the very first episode, Coop dies. Okay. Or it's going to start with like Coop in the mountains with like his shirt off, like, like feeding on a corpse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be one of those two just ridiculous <laughs> I don't think it, things I, that's I don't not going to give you be. any kind of answer. 
I'm starting to like obsess about like the Twin Peaks mega happy ending where like Bob's were <laughs> like Bob's at the double R with a hairnet, like working in the kitchen. Like uh <laughs> like Ben Horn is like a like a clown at the hospital, like performing for kids or sick. I just wanna do good. <laughs> Russ Tamblin is Russ, Dr. John just Russ playing Tamblin jazz. Russ Tamblin is literally at the, he Russ Tamblin shows up at the last waltz with Dr. John. Oh, that's um, okay, so that's another thing we can do is the Twin Peaks mega happy ending video remix. Russ Tamblin. It's like James James doing his biker poetry. Dr. Jacoby went on to play jazz piano. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I mean my question for you watching this was like, what, I mean, what if you could have something answered in the third season, like what would it be? Well, I think my main question is what, what happened to Cooper? Um, because the, the like specifics of it are confusing to me. Like what we know of Bob and like, we only really knew Bob kind of through Leland and like what we know is that Leland was possessed by Bob. You know? <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny. We only knew Bob through Leland. He's a friend of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> that but Bob like, guy's kinda weird. Yeah, we know him through Leland. He's I, he's his buddy. I guess I'm confused by the mechanics of how it all works. Like because you know, is was Leland was that just the bad Leland though? Then we saw. Was it the same scenario? You know what? What is the nature of Cooper's state now? You know, is it is it if the good Cooper, you know, was t- overtaken by the bad Cooper? Is it is that just bad Cooper all the time? Because obviously Leland wasn't just bad Leland for always, right? Like he had moments where he was a good guy. Um, or maybe he wasn't. I, I'm curious. I mean, there's, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg for me. Like, who are these, like, people? Who are these, like, spirits? Like, where do they come from? Why do they exist? There's a lot of things that are talked about with them, where they come from. Like, that's the thing. The mythology of the show, to me, is the biggest. Like, some people are just obsessed with Laura Palmer. And we're going to get into that with the movie, because that's what the movie's about. Um, my thing is more the, like... I'm interested in the kind of, you know, the, like I said, the mythology, like what, what is it? What are these, who are these creatures? What is this place? Where did Agent Cooper go? What's going to happen to him? Um, Why would anyone care about Laura Palmer? I think you have to get into the, we'll get into the movie. Um, I guess. Just at this point, I'm like, she seems so long ago. Like, I don't even... No, you're right. You're right. She hasn't been a part of the show, really. You know, like, we haven't actually seen her, but we're about to spend two hours and 15 minutes with her. Um, Like, I literally have more questions about Evelyn Marsh than I do Laura Palmer. I understand. You're, unfortunately, still, your Twin Peaks education is incomplete. As far as we've gone, you you still have more to go. Is Evelyn Marsh in the movie? Is she in Firewalk? She's in most of the movie. (laughs) <laughs> she's the narrator of the movie she's the narrator yeah but she's actually um, like she's just on screen the whole time narrating well i mean i'm i'm yeah i i don't know i don't know where i sit with it i mean I, i'm you know i am excited about season three like i'm i'm in i'm interested to see just what it's going to look like what it's going to feel like um yeah. and and I, I as i think most people are yeah um but did the did this episode leave me with like a bunch of questions? Yes, but I left it going, like I said already, like I just don't plan on David Lynch doing anything about that. Sure. So like I just kind of like, well, this is what it is because I I guarantee you I'm not going to learn anything in season three. I think and I don't, I don't think that's completely fair, but I don't think we're going to get a lot of things answered in episode one. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I think sure. I think. Hopefully, they'll wait because I th- again I think we talked about this. Like, they lamented the way season two went, where they wanted to they never wanted to solve the case. They wanted to keep the mystery of who killed Laura Palmer alive because that's kind of what fueled the show. 
And it did. When they killed, when they showed you who killed her, you're like, oh, what do we do now? So, like, my hope, my my really only hope for season three is that they create this new mystery. And if the mystery is what happened to Cooper, that's a pretty good one. You know what I mean? Like, well, I will take that. That's to me as interesting as who killed Laura Palmer. And so, if their their path is to not reveal it f- f- till episode eighteen. I think it's going to make for a great season of TV, but that's just from my standpoint. Whether or not it's that or something, I just think, I hope they find something that they can kind of revolve around um, that can be the new kind of like who killed Laura Palmer is like, you know, fuels what brings you back every week. Um, but it, like again, in the end, if it was like, hey, David Lynch is making an 18 part series on, you know, Badman, I'd be like, well, I'm in. I'm just a, I'm a David Lynch fan. I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm so excited. He's just um, directing again. Do you, is the Craig's Brothers song, My Annie, about Annie? <laughs> no. Okay. That was no. kind of, that was a real question. Is it really? Yeah. My, uh, my buddy Adam Nye wrote that song. It's about his wife and her name's not Annie. I don't think, I think that was her nickname. Well, that's awkward. Yeah. It's a great, great record. Craig's brother. Was the song Annie Waits by yep. Ben Folds? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, totally. Oh, is she calling me again for real? It's okay. We're done at this point. Unless there's something else you want to talk about. No. Dallas, we did it. We dished We dished the percolator, at least for two seasons of Twin Peaks. Yeah, I feel like we'll talk about it a lot more after I see the movie. We do. We need to get through the movie, and then you're technically caught up you still have you still you still actually there's some stuff in the book but you'll just have to spoil the stuff in the book i'm not going to read the book i think i'm going to sum it up for you yeah whether or not whether or not we do a podcast about it or not i don't know but we got to get you through the movie and i know i would say what i would say when we record about the movie just sum up the book i'm not going to read it okay I've done all the other things you need me to do, Sean. I, th- I think what we'll do is we'll do the movie, and then what we'll do is maybe like a little in-betweener where I talk about the stuff in the book I think you need to know, and then we talk about like maybe, you know, season three, what we think, what we hope, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we'll get John in on that one. But um, Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Um, dude, I'm proud of us. Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm amazed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, but I am. Yeah, I'm happy that we did it, and I think it was. Uh, so far, it's been fun, and I'm excited. And honestly, I'm. Uh, I'm thrilled that that anybody listens and enjoys yes. the podcast. And anytime I tell people what we're doing, they always go, "Oh, that sounds cool." So like, uh, so but I think they, they probably they probably then do something else. Oh yeah, every time. But um, but at least they think the idea is cool, and. Uh, and I, so I appreciate that. Like the people who have engaged us on Twitter and sent us emails and, you know, did we get any emails about the season finale? I guess See, the, I don't know. If the problem is I didn't, I didn't air that episode. So, Oh yeah. <laughs> we're still really good at this. So I how about this? How about this? How about we well, do this? Yes. We will have if time you, by the way for firewalk with me. This will go up probably this week. So, but I would say we should get emails on what people want to see in season three. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So like, if you are a listener, email us in, like, what are you excited about season three? Like, what would you, what do you think's going to happen? You what know, like you, I, I, yeah, I would say, what would you like to see happen? But what do you, yeah. and then also, but what do you really think is going to happen? Yeah. Because I'm interested, obviously from now that I'm pretty much caught up, I want, I want to, yeah. I want to get on the same level as some other fans. I so, think before we go, the one thing I, I think I said this and then we had to stop because they're one of our daughters, but again, my hot take on this whole show and I feel like where Agent Cooper went wrong, where all of this kind of got led to was when Agent Cooper asked Cappy to find out everything he could about the Douglas. <laughs> the, Dallas, the writing was on the wall, man. Yeah, you, you, the never, was, you never give the most important job in the show to Cappy. I still maintain that it's all a dream. I think that's such a cool theory that I've never heard. And and like looking back on it now and what I know, 
I can't say that you're totally wrong. You're probably wrong. But if you're not wrong, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, I would be the smartest man alive. <laughs> so to so to rem, to like quote your your theory when Cooper got shot, you're saying mm-hmm. this whole thing has been a dream since He's then. never woken up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. Oh, the we next, will. The next time I talk to you, it'll be about Firewalk with me, which is its own beast. I got to so, find that movie. I'll, I'll yeah, I think it's on Showtime. And I think you have I, my you have my Showtime login. I have your other login. I need your Showtime login. Yeah, I got to talk to you about some charges on my DirecTV bill. Excuse you? <laughs> um, so, Dallas, thanks a lot for dishing the percolator. And, thanks, um, buddy. Yeah, man. Um, I think we'll take a little bit of time off. I'm going to go to New York for a week or two. And Just then, clear your head? <laughs> yeah, clear my head before I get into Firewalk with me. <laughs> but we'll come back. I think we'll come back and do that episode. Uh, that'll probably air pretty close to the season three premiere. So, But we will get to it because we have to. Um my name's Sean O'Donnell. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean T. O'Donnell. You can follow Dallas at Dallas underscore MC. Um, Dallas has a stand-up show on May 16th. It's not stand-up. Well, it's what not is it? stand-up. It's, it's, it's storytelling. stories. God, you're so... You have to correct me. Sorry. Sorry. I was, I like, I, I was saying storytelling as you said storytelling. And my theory on the Louis C.K. thing is it's all a dream. Hello. Hello. Did I, lose you? <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked about it earlier, but I was just, I, I think he's really like, there's all this backlash that keeps coming out about these stand-up specials lately. Yeah. Like everybody's like, man, the other special was funnier. Like Chappelle's new specials. People are like, man, his old specials way better. And, um, and my, my comment on that is, uh, they have specials. And uh, and you don't have any of them. <laughs> I think that yeah. I, but I even like I I love the the new Louis. It's so funny. The new Louis has really great bits, yeah. but that was the same thing as the old Louis. Like the last one too at the comedy store, yeah. or even the one the round. Like there was great bits, but I just didn't feel like all the way through it was a great special. Yeah. Um, but also, you get to a certain point as a stand-up, because I can only imagine what it's like to be those guys. Or you just like it's it, it, it's just so hard <laughs> to yeah. keep writing flawlessly great entertainment. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I enjoyed the new special. I thought it was very funny. I I think it is flawless. It's worth listening, uh, checking out, or watching the, the yeah new, the, the magic mic thing is very funny. <laughs> it's really funny. But we'll we'll let's all let's all support local. Let's support Dallas and go see him May sixteenth. Whistle uh, stop. The whistle stop in San Diego. Um, and in the meantime, you guys uh, catch up with the show. Watch Firewalk with me because we'll be posting that one as soon as we can. And um, that was it, man. That was uh, Twin Peaks Season 1, Season 2. Thanks, Dallas. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you again soon. Oh, man. Mmm, yeah. Dig that, Kurtz. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Then I saw your face. Then I saw your smile. The sky is still blue. The clouds come and go. Yet something is different. Are we falling in love? Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Then your kiss so soft, then your touch so warm. The stars still shine bright, the mountains still high. Yet something is different. Yes, something is different now. 
The guitar came in. I feel like I'm floating. Floating above a keyboard and a guitar. A guitar. Are we falling in love? Falling. Falling. Are we falling in love? Mmm. That's the ketchup. I like coffee. Donuts. <laughs> Rust Tampa.